Hey, what's up, friends? I'm Vince Del Monte, father, husband, and the OG of online fitness marketing. For more than a decade, I've been committed to helping skinny guys pack on muscle. And after building multiple seven-figure online fitness businesses, I've achieved freedom and financial security through mentorship, hard work, and my passion for fitness. And I want to help you do the same. Recently, I've built the best mastermind coaching program that exists for fitness professionals by giving you the shortest no BS path to grow to six, seven, and even eight figures regardless of your starting level. My coaching was designed to give you the skills, systems, and support to become an industry mover and shaker and build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, it's Vince Del Monte, online fitness business coach dedicated to helping online fitness experts scale to six or seven figures a year. And today we're back with Dan Locke. We're going to have an awesome conversation today on how to manage your money Mm. because you're getting a lot of bad advice from a lot of broke people. All right. And we're going to talk to somebody who's not broke, somebody who's thriving and helping a lot of others achieve more income, impact, and independence. So, hey, Dan, you know, I think um, I just want to kind of open up by saying, I understand where a lot of uh, our viewers are coming from who are raised with you know, middle-class thinking of trying to get ahead with addition and subtraction. Save a little bit over here, make a little bit over here. What a penny save is a penny earned. <laughs> Money doesn't grow on trees, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clip like, the coupons. It's crazy because I just came off uh, Mastermind Weekend Empire with Bedros and Craig, mm. and we had Tim Larkin, the author of mm. When Violence is the Answer, mm. talk about how you can't block your way to success if you're in a physical fight. Correct. And I was like, that's that's fascinating. You have to strike. Mm -hmm. You have to attack. Yes. So I would love to hear what we should be doing when it comes to our money. How do we set ourselves up to be in a very healthy position for ourselves and our family, you know, 10 years, 20 years down the road? I think, first of all, let me just lay a foundation cool. in terms of, because there are so many people who, who want to give you money advice. Your parents <laughs> want to give you money advice. Your uncle, your aunt wants to give you advice. Your high school buddies want to give you advice. Sure. Uh, the, the, the people on TV wants to give you, hey, when to sell, when to buy, all the stock advice, all, yep. all of that stuff. Now, first of all, it's very, very simple. Yep. Like the rule of thumb is this. Let's start with this baseline. You take the advice, you get the life. Hmm. I love it. You okay, take so your advice, you get, you get the life. life. That's tweetable. I love that. So from there, that should help you to, okay, should I listen to this person? He may be my best friend, like buddy, like that's cool, but he's still living sure. in the basement with the, with the mom. Sure. We, we got a problem, <laughs> right? He might say, hey man, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be buying it. Yeah. You shouldn't be going to that course. You shouldn't be, look at his life. Sure. Very simple. Uh, your mom and dad love them. I love my mom and dad, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to financial advice, mm-hmm. do I want their lifestyle? Do mm-hmm. I want their life, right? Sure. If I get the life, if, so when you have that kind of filter, mm-hmm. that pretty much eliminates 99.99% of people you will listen to. Yeah. Same thing with, uh, you're sitting down with a mutual fund salesperson. Uh-huh. They're trying to sell you, hey, you should buy this mutual fund, you should buy this, you should buy that. You look at this person, you take their advice, yeah. you get the life. Yeah. That, that helps you a lot in terms of making decisions. I, I think one of the biggest switches in my, uh, my 
mindset in terms of growing is that 90 90 95% of your time and energy needs to go into that top 5% of income statement yep. the top line yep. and what i didn't understand is that you can't expand and contract at the same time yep. and i didn't realize that if you want the top line to go up every other line on the income statement always also needs to go up, to go up. And, and you can't live large while hanging on a small and i don't think people are like they want to get ahead but they don't want to they don't want to put anything out they don't understand that you know you need money to make money and, and i think most people and this is kind of a little bit controversial but mm-hmm. i think most people save their way to bankruptcy oh my gosh okay yeah so true where they th- th- yeah, un- unpack that a bit so think about i use this metaphor imagine this this bucket of gold sand in front of you right mm-hmm. and i say to you you can grab as much as you want mm-hmm. but only in one shot only with one hand one mm-hmm. time Now imagine Vince if I go in there if I want to grab to grab as much gold sand I could if I'm very tight-fisted hmm. I'm like squeezing scream just squeezing it well how much gold sand you going to have not much yeah interesting the only thing you get the maximum gold sand is you do have the open palm approach ah, I like that's that. right so if you're you're too tight with the money you're too hmm. cheap think about <laughs> as an entrepreneur as an yeah, entrepreneur yeah, yeah. as an executive as CEO if you're very very cheap You can you can nickel and dime your vendors, yeah, yeah. but do you think your vendors want to work with you mm-hmm. long term? No, probably not. You can nickel and dime your team, huh. but do you think they want to stay long term with you if you nickel and dime? You can nickel and dime your your joint venture partner, right? right? Hey man, I don't want to I don't want to give you like forty percent. How about we do like twenty percent? Right, right. Are they gonna be your advocate? Right. Are no. they gonna be excited promoting your product? No. Right. So you see this whole thing. It's a very short-sighted thinking versus mm. I'll take, give you an example mm. even when I had a lot of independent contractors in my company back then mm. uh, I would give them like example when most people when they the independent contractor send the the person an invoice most people would drag on and on and on right my my rule of thumb they send me an invoice I pay within 24 hours I love it okay yeah uh, sometimes when they do good job and independent contractors I pay them a bonus Mm. When was the last time an independent contractor gets a bonus yeah. from someone, from a client? Never. I got to ask, I don't know if we're going to do this in another mm. video or now, but like where did this mindset come from? This this abundant mentality because here's what I also see Dan is some people are in the position to do that, but they don't, and I say that's the definition of scarcity. Like they can give a bonus. They can make a hire. They can invest in the media buyer. They could make the next step but they don't even though the funds are there why what, is it it's not powerful? even it's, it's abundance and scarcity mindset but i think is most people they think they're smart with the money but they're not wise hmm. there's a difference between being smart and being wise because if think about the, the i paid a bonus the independent contractor okay imagine you you're, you're, you're a writer for me okay you do a good job and i say vince you're such a good writer uh, i know this job is one thousand dollars you've done so good i'm going to pay you two hundred dollars extra we have never received this bonus before hmm. next time when i need a job from you are you going to do better if i need something urgent are you going to get it done yeah i just went from your the bottom of your list right to now the top vip on your list right. I got gotcha. you. So creating loyalty. Loyalty and you want your business, the people around you working with, working for your organization, mm. they all focus on how can I help this person right. to be more successful. You're literally putting yourself in the bottom yep. and you're putting your people at top. 
And that's you think you're by saving a few pennies, like oh this and that, right? A few pennies, <laughs> that's like so oh, funny. It's it's what this, <laughs> you, but you're not gonna get to that long-term success. One thing right. I've learned from like in business from from successful people. Let's say we're doing a deal together, and people talk about win-win. Most people don't do win-win. I only do win-win. I would not do a deal that is not a win-win. Period. So let's say oh, we have this deal, and I say you know what, I could take. Hypothetically, fifty percent of the deal.、Mm-hmm. I can even push with my name sixty percent of the deal. That's cool. But if I only take forty percent of the deal,、mm. then you are more. You're much more likely. I I want to do business with them,、yeah. right? And then the people he would you would talk about. I want to do business. When when opportunities come to you,、yeah. it is so much easier than you chasing people. Yeah, you nickel and dime, but then everybody's going to talk behind your back. Man, I, I deal with that guy. He is cheap. He's like, yeah, yeah. you know, he's、oh, yeah. cheap as fuck, right? Like, I don't want.、True. I don't want to deal with that guy、yeah. no more. He doesn't、you、pay on time. It、yeah. doesn't pay on time. It drags on. Like, I don't want to work with that.、Guy. The minute、yeah. the the person's capable, probably they don't want to work with you no more. Yeah, no, I've seen guys implode because they wouldn't pay people, and they're good people, and they're like, please don't ever send me that guy if, again. And if you can't afford to pay good people. It's not their fault. There's something flawed with their business model.、Huh. It's a business model. It's, it's, it's not a, a money management model. So that's what, I, what I'm talking about, right? Man, there's so much I want to talk about here.、Uh, well, just let's talk about one more thing on how to manage your money. Yeah. Like, I'm curious. Like, are you dumping everything back into growth, or are you trying to pull, you know, a percentage aside each month? You know, to save. Like, you got to be putting something away, right? You、yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, just、yeah. I'd, I'd love to know that. Hey. I I need to put something aside, don't I? Or do you decide on what that number is and then operate around that?、Mm. How, this how this would be so helpful for your your audience, your friends, and for you as well, because、yeah. I know that's what you're going through. Yeah, because I'm dumping so much out. I'm making money. Like Flavie, we haven't saved anything this whole year. I've told my wife. I'm like, I, and I said we might not save anything this year either, and we might liquidate. The house and the gym, so that we can keep growing. It's like that's fine. Thank God I have a wife that's you know、Supportive, understanding.、Yes. But like some people are like, you haven't saved anything from all this hard work.、Mm. Don't you deserve to put something aside for yourself? Yes. Yeah. How do you manage that? It's a very common problem with entrepreneurs because most entrepreneurs, chances are, if they're good entrepreneurs, they're very good at making money. They're not very. They're not very good investors <laughs> because it's they have two different skill sets. Sure. Right. The the entrepreneurial risk taking, whatever it takes, kind of mentality. It's not the mentality you need to be as a successful investor. It's the opposite skill set. Interesting. So most entrepreneurs, they make a lot of money. I call them high income but underinvested. High, high income, but underinvested. High income, underinvested. Because、like、they they always I, and always they they know, usually good entrepreneurs they're good at sales they're good at marketing they can always bring in money you're good、yeah. at bringing in money yeah yeah but it's like I'm not gonna invest ah it's okay you know I just put in my business right yeah, so yeah. very simple three stages and I teach this in my wealth triangle let me teach a wealth triangle yeah do it because this is this is what would give you the I don't think they're going anywhere we、yeah. got their full so, attention here you go so <laughs> leave it your own risk my friend this I'm gonna give you a teacher concept from now on you will know exactly what you need to do with your money、yeah. at what stages、mm-hmm. because you could listen to someone and say on、oh, hey man you should you should buy Uber you know buy Uber stocks or you should invest in crypto you should、mm-hmm. do this you should buy real estate. Whatever vehicle, that's actually secondary, right? Now it's more important about where you are at. No one talks about where you are at.、Hmm. Like where the stage you're at has a huge factor, huge determining factor.、Hmm. What you invest in. So, wealth triangle. First step. Think about triangle with three, three, three corners. The very first 
pillar, the very first step, first stage, I call that high income skills. Mm. Okay? And I define high income skills as a skill that could make you $10,000 or more per month. Mm. Basically, six figure a year. Sure. So, and I'm not talking about high income job. If you're a personal trainer, you can make six figure a year, $10,000 a month. That's your high income skill, right? A skill. I it's a it. skill set, not a job. Yeah. It's not a job. It's not working for a company. It is a skill set. You are trading your hours for dollars, mm-hmm. but you're trading your hours for high dollars. Right. Right. Leverage time. Yeah. You're leveraging, you're, you're exchanging your expertise, your experience, your skill. Sure. To get money, right? Yeah, you're going to get paid a premium. That's right. Yeah. So that's the first stage. So anyone who's watching this, or oh, Dan, uh, should I in- invest in this? And my friend invests in that. Mm-hmm. My question is, do you have your high income skill? First. Are you making more than ten thousand a month? Sure. If you're not, you put all your money into developing that skill set. Mm-hmm. Period. I don't care if it's learning copywriting, closing, digital marketing, anything. I, I just discovered this. I not discovered. Remember this. So I sponsor quite a few kids in third world countries, mm-hmm. and I asked them. I went down to Honduras a number of years ago with my father, and I said, you know, I'm giving you know forty dollars a month to all these kids. What does the money actually go to? You know where the money goes to? A skill. Yeah. Because if the kids don't develop a skill, yeah. then they don't have the ability to be valuable to Correct. their family, which has like four or five plus kids, Correct. and they can never beat the cycle of poverty. Correct. Because they can't. They just eat and consume. Yeah, they can't remove the burden. Yeah, they can't. And confuse. I think it's fascinating that that is their survival mechanism to be able to produce a skill. So they said every month you give forty dollars. It helps with some other things too, but the main thing is to give them an, a chance. A skill set. A, to, sk- a to skill. To produce value in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is fascinating. How can I stop giving? And that's what we're talking about right now. We're and, uh, giving them a chance to have an opportunity to have a you know, possibility to serve people. 100%. And it's the skill that pays the bills, right? Yes. It's the skill that pays the bills. So once you have that, so if you're making less than 10000 you do that. Now, this is very, again, goes against to a lot of what people even talk about, a lot of gurus talk about on social media. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just start your business. You gotta hustle, you gotta yeah. just do, do you start the business. Right? Actually, I don't agree with that at all. Huh. I think before you start a business, you should have the high income skill. So the second step, it's what I call a scalable business. I like Not it. just any business, but scalable business. Now, so in, in high income skill stage one, it's you making yourself money. Gotcha. Now, in, with a scalable business, now you have people and systems making you money, mm. right? Now, when you transition from high income skills to business, your chance of success is way higher. Because you are, because as you know, it takes money mm-hmm. to grow a business. It takes time to grow a business, mm-hmm. right? If you, <laughs> like, the worst time to start a business is when you have no money. Because you think, oh, this thing's gonna break even in three months. Well, this damn thing doesn't break even in three years. Yeah. And what are you gonna do, right? And you get desperate, right? You get all needy. Yeah. That's not a good way to you make hit decisions. Hit the panic button and right? then you tap out. Yeah, and then all this stuff, and then people give up, and then say business doesn't work. And that's why business has such a like, high, huge failure rate, mm. because I think people go about it in the wrong order. Mm. So now you have a scalable businesses. Mm-hmm. When you are growing your business, you should put, like what, you, what you're doing right now, almost all your money into this. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I believe if you're running a good business, meaning there's actually a demand for your marketplace, you're getting traction. Uh-huh. There is nothing, I mean no damn investments that would provide a better return. Mm. There is no way that an investment that you could put in a dollar, say you're running an ad, drive them to an office, spending a dollar, you're getting even like a dollar and 20 cents back, you're getting two dollars back. That's 200% return. Where in the hell in the world are you going to find an investment that gives you 200% return? 
Yeah, yeah. You you have, you're you're yeah. good if you're getting 10, 12, 12%. Like that, you're phenomenal investors. Sure. So if you're at this stage, yeah. you put all your money growing and just scaling the heck out of that business. I like it. Very simple. Yeah. Right? High income skills, 10K or yeah. more, get to that, scalable business, right? Now, the question is, well, well, then, then do I, what if I'm making a million a year, then is, should I put some money aside? Yeah. My question is, it's not about the figure. It's not about, mm-hmm. do I hit a million, two million, 10 million? It's not about that. Because you'll be making 10 million in revenue, make, making no profit. Mm-hmm. It's when your business is throwing off so much cash mm-hmm. that, man, I, I've done as much as marketing as I could. I've hired as many people as I could. Mm-hmm. This thing is still throwing off a lot of cash. What do I do with it? Then you put into the third thing, which is high return investments. Mm. You do not invest in a vehicle. This is my personal opinion. You sure. do not invest in debt until you fully maximize your high income skills. Uh-huh. You are leveraging and maximizing, like let this thing run huh. to a point where this thing is like, I, I'm, like I've got so much revenue coming in. Like you should, your accountant will be calling you. Hey Vince, you've got too much revenue coming yeah. in, man. Yeah, you way too much is illegal. Yeah, like you, you, what yeah. is going on? Like They're wondering where it you, came you from. You need yeah. to put your money into something for for tax purposes, for for diversification. That's when you know. Okay, now I got to do some investments. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Then you put it into <laughs> high winter. So, yeah. so what happens huh. is not all money is created equal. Huh. High income skills. This you are, you are creating more income. This right. provides you with income. Hmm. Scale of business provides you with cash flow. Mm. Profits, right? Business, we make a profit. Yeah. Your high return investments build your net worth. Gotcha. Which is what wealthy people talk about. Yeah. What's your net worth? Mm. They don't talk about income, they talk about your net worth. I love it. But if you're trying to build this thing, you're making 3000 a month. Oh, I want to talk about net worth. I want to, I want to yeah. buy real estate with no money down. Yeah. You that, get, <laughs> that, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. You, you got to embrace the season you're in. That's and, it. And these seasons can take the rest of your life. That's it. You so spend, so yeah. then, if you're not good at it, Let's say, let's say you're, you know, your business you're doing very well and you say, you know, I'm going to put some money aside and I'm going to put into buy a piece of property, hypothetically. Okay? I'm going to buy a piece of property, small little condo, maybe breaks even. Let's say it throws up 100 bucks of cash flow. Mm. Wouldn't you be better off if you take the same amount of money and you hire three strong people to help you grow your business? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Versus you just sit there passively, so your only little condo throws off 100 bucks in cash flow. How does that help your overall mm-hmm. picture? Right. You are still far from being wealthy. Yeah. But the business could make you wealthy, though. It's so true. Yeah, it's, it's allocation of funds. Yeah. That's it. it that's so, so good. Hey, guys, you guys just got basically a roadmap for, man, the next couple decades. This is the rest of your life. This is, this is it. I think the most challenging thing for people to do is to embrace the season they're in and to realize you're not meant to be any further ahead. This is where you've been planted. Don't feel like you've been buried in the ground. This is where you need to focus. And I think the majority of people listening right now are likely in that very first corner. You just get to that. So then it's like, because I get this on, on, even on Instagram, right? Hey, Dan, I've got $2,000, $3,000. What should I invest in? Mm-hmm. Nothing except in yourself. I love it. Period. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got some value. And if you're ready to learn more about the world's premier fitness business community that gives you the systems, skills, and support to scale to your first 10,000, 
$50,000 or even $100,000 a month in as little as one year, then send me a message on Instagram at Vince Del Monte and message me success. I'll know what that means and I'll reach out to you and I'll see if I can help you.